Rushdoony Radio presents An Informed Faith The Position Papers of R.J. Rushdoony by Rush's John Rushdoony Narrated by Nathan F. Conkey Produced with permission by the Calcedon Foundation Chapter 35 The Heresy of Love Calcedon Position Paper Number 160 February 1993 One of the more persistent heresies that have plagued the Church has been the heresy of love as the redemptive and holy force. One of the, quote, fathers, end quote, of this faith was the medieval abbot, Joachim of Fiore. He divided history into three dispensations. The first was the age of the father and of law, justice and wrath. The second was the age of the son and of grace and mercy. The third age, or dispensation, is that of love and of universal peace. Joachim's thinking influenced many heretical groups and, in the modern era, has also influenced Hegelians, New Age peoples and hippies and, quote, revolutionaries, end quote, of the 1960s and more. A profound locale of influence in the United States was the Unitarian movement. For example, Moncure Daniel Conway, 1835-1907, a Unitarian pastor, an ex-Methodist pastor, wrote in my pilgrimage to the wise men of the East, of Quan Yin, the Chinese goddess of mercy, as the true holy being, saying, quote, She is a woman who refused to enter paradise so long as any human being is excluded. Quote, Never will I receive individual salvation, end quote, she said, and still remains outside the gates of heaven. End quote. Page 71. Another Unitarian. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow wrote in his Christus, a mystery, first interlude, with the abbot Joachim speaking. I am in love with love, and the sole thing I hate is hate, for hate is death and love is life, a peace, a splendour from above, and hate, a never-ending strife, a smoke, a blackness from the abyss when unclean serpents coil and hiss. Love is the Holy Ghost within. Hate the unpardonable sin. Who preaches otherwise than this betrays his master with a kiss. Given this new faith, Unitarians soon find much of the Bible unloving and untrue. They quickly find the exclusiveness of Christianity and its belief in Jesus Christ as a lone man's saviour to be intolerant and unloving, and all religions were embraced with equal fervour, or should we not rather say of Unitarians, with equal coldness. Unhappily, the fundamentalist churches in the main have, in recent years, been closer to Longfellow than to St Paul. They hold with as much intolerance as do the modernists to the need to be loving. Sad to say, I have found over the years that they get a bit testy if I ask how much love they showed for Hitler and Stalin, they refuse to agree that God, who is love, is also wrath, law, justice, mercy, and more. They have, in effect, altered the statement, quote, God is love, to mean love is God. They have also, in the name of love, become accomplished haters. Usually, our most hateful male comes from these, quote, love babies. End quote. Love without law 
becomes an indulgence of sin. If the murderer, rapist or thief is simply a person who needs love, we are saying that his or her act was not a consequence of an evil nature, but a response to the environment, or miseducation, or poor heredity, and a bad home, and so on and on. The love heresy refuses to see sin as sin. But, as 1 John 3, 4 tells us, quote, Whoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. End quote. Longfellow said, quote, Love is the Holy Ghost within. End quote. The Holy Spirit, third person of the Trinity, has been replaced by human emotion, man's frame of mind. Man was thereby replacing God, and man's feelings were now a saving power. For Longfellow, not God, but this love in our hearts is life. Moreover, quote, the sole thing I hate is hate, end quote. This means that it is not sin we hate, but hate. Evil is our non-loving attitude. The shift from Jesus Christ as Saviour to love as our Redeemer is very clear, but in many it is concealed. Jesus Christ is made into a false image of humanistic love, a false idol. The real Jesus Christ denounced sinners and sins. He manifested wrath towards hypocrites. He was unloving towards the scribes, Pharisees and others. Most of his recorded words are angry, unloving denunciations. In fact, most of the Bible is hard, blunt language. In a world of sin, this must be the case. Jeremiah denounced in God's name as false preachers all who spoke, quote, Peace, peace, when there is no peace, end quote. Jeremiah 6, 14, 8, 11. Love is neither truly love nor godly unless it is in terms of the word of God. What God requires from us is not pious gush, but Christian action. Our faith applied to the world around us. Quote, Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes, cease to do evil, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. End quote. Isaiah 1, 16 and 17. This false doctrine of love is humanism, not Christianity. It makes man paramount, not the whole word of God. It eliminates from the scripture everything that doesn't conform to this, quote, gospel, end quote, of love. The biblical doctrine of love is first and foremost concerned with God's love to men, an undeserved love given to us who deserve nothing from him but judgment. It is covenant love. It gives us God's covenant law as our way of life. It demands of us an exclusive allegiance because God has, in his mercy, chosen us. Then, second, biblical love means God's love to us gains a response of man's love to God. This means that we love and obey God. Quote, if ye love me, keep my commandments. End quote. John 14, 15. Instead of being rebels and lawbreakers, we reveal our love of God by our obedience. For love for God is our response to God's love, our gratitude shown by our obedience and faithfulness. Our love of God is God's Spirit working in us. Deuteronomy 36. 
so that the God who chooses us also governs us. Third, the biblical doctrine of love means our love to other men in terms of his law. It is not a lawless love, as adultery, for example, is, nor a self-seeking love. It is a love of our neighbour and fellow man in terms of God's requirements. It is a practical, working love. It means that we put into force the second table of the Ten Commandments and all related subordinate laws in our dealings with our neighbours. It is not a sentimental or an emotional love, but one in faithfulness to God's law. Humanistic love is not godly, as Solomon said, quote, The tender mercies of the wicked are cruel, end quote, Proverbs 12.10. The humanistic love of our day is too often an indulgence of evil and a false substitute for Christian action and charity. Moreover, the heresy of love is all too common in pulpit and pew. Too many of its advocates are themselves guilty men who need the forgiveness of their sin in Christ, but pursue instead an antinomian love as salvation. Longfellow said, quote, The whole thing I hate is hate, end quote. This means that, in the name of virtue, the, quote, love babies, end quote, believe they can hate all who do not share their gospel of love. Their self-deception is very great. This false gospel leads to silliness also. Longfellow took his love of love seriously. When he married, his friend Charles Sumner, famous later as an abolitionist senator, was so upset over, quote, losing, end quote, his friend, that Longfellow took him along on his honeymoon. On the train trip, Sumner read to the newlyweds Bousset's funeral orations. If, quote, hate, unquote, is the, quote, unpardonable sin, end quote, as Longfellow held, meaning hating another man, then the hatred of God is demoted to a minor status, and the focus of all morality becomes what man does to man, a humanistic doctrine wherein the measure of all things is man, not God. And this is where we are now. But without God's grace there can be no truly moral love, because godly love is God's grace working in and through us. We have a world full of evil, much talk about love while evil proliferates, because too many people have replaced biblical faith with the heresy of humanistic love. Well done for listening all the way to the end. This is Nathan, the narrator, speaking to you from Puebla, Mexico, from the Faith for All of Life school in which I teach English as a volunteer. I teach from kinder through high school. Now, I rely on donations in order to keep teaching and recording, so if you want to support a Faith for All of Life school in Latin America and want to keep listening to Rush Dooney while you vacuum, drive or cook, commute or whatever you're doing right now, donate at cten.org forward slash Nathan Conkey. That's N-A-T-H-A-N-C-O-N-K-E-Y, all lowercase. Or if you prefer PayPal, paypal.me forward slash capital N Nathan capital C Conkey. You can also email me at nfconkey, that's nfconkey at gmail.com. Thanks, and I look forward to speaking to you very soon.